Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Well, we're back for another year, a new season, a new challenge and a new beginning. And how did one of the mightiest football clubs from five years ago who won the Premiership go to a basket case, as East Coast media call it? West Coast wooden spoon was embarrassing. Yes, it was, but that was yesterday and this is 2024. All things are going to change. Well, fingers crossed. We hope so. But before we get into the show, I've got to welcome back Dan and Wayne for the new season. How are you going, boys? Good, mate. Yeah, great to be back. Yeah, good to be here and I must admit I love this time of year because you're right, but none of that stuff last year does matter. You know, it's very much an Mm. unknown right now, an exciting time. Who knows what 2024 will bring? Yep, look, we're recording on this – get get the words out. We're recording this on a pretty hot day today, so um, if we stuff up, we're a bit rusty, we're coming back in. Um, Thanks to Tommy from Plus Fitness for jumping on board again this year. And go to Linktree where you can access our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok, and you can download all the shows from there as well. Um, This episode is brought to you by Nessie Housing this week. They provide property tenancy, asset management to create housing solutions for people that require support to access housing. That includes disability, justice, reintegration, homelessness and crisis transitional housing. To learn more, go to nessie.org.au. Uh, we'll be doing that weekly, hopefully giving um, businesses out there um, a plug. So if you want your business to be plugged, uh, give, us a, give us a bell in, um, on uh, one of our socials on Linktree. All right, boys, where do we start? Oscar Allen, Len Duggan, named joint captains for the first time since Cuzzy and Kemp over 20 years ago. I think it's a good move. I mean, we always knew we always knew Oscar was going to get in. It's going to be either one of them, wasn't it? Yeah, and I, I think it's a good move having them both because Oscar's still that that what Oscar's twenty four, Liam's twenty seven, and uh, he's been knocking on the door for quite a few years now. And I think it's a good move. And I think I think Oscar will be the eventual single captain within the next two years. Yeah, uh, I'm usually against dual captaincy or shared captaincy, but I mean, for the last three years we've been talking and contemplating who will be the next captain. And around this table, it's always Duggan and Oscar. So the two yeah. we predicted are the two captains. So you can't be disappointed at that when they're the two leading candidates. Get it? Um, and an interesting tidbit uh, about Duggo is they're saying uh, he's pretty much going to be a sole midfielder or, yeah, his days in defence might be numbered, but we'll mm. see how that goes throughout throughout the season. Yeah, that would be very interesting. Um, <laughs> Oh, well, look, he did all right there through the last year. He had the most metres gained than any Eagle player. So um, he, he, he played there a lot on sat, on, in their scratch match on Saturday. Played through the middle of a lot. No. So, All right, Liam Ryan he signed a two-year extension just before Christmas. He signed it. And then he got injured in the second week back from um, pre-season for the training. Um, was it the right or wrong decision to sign him so early? Two years. I love two-year contracts. I think it's perfect. Uh, he's uh, mid to late uh, 20s now. But I, I don't like Kane Corns. He's a shock job. Uh, but 60% ah. of the things he says is actually true. Just that other 40, he's doing it for clicks. Yeah. And um, he's targeting Eagles a bit now. So calm down. He's doing it because we have a lot of fans and we are a couple of things. And you're giving him those clicks. But he's one that's really against long contracts and I'm similar. I'm it used to be two, three years used to be a long contract. Now it's five to seven to eight. 
I mean, just these ridiculous. I uh, didn't want the Sydney Swans boys get a nine-year contract recently. It's it's crazy. So the two-year was a breath of fresh air, in my opinion. I think yeah. it's, I think it's a good one. And he looked look pre his injury, he looked really fit. And well, he he was signed the week before Christmas, yeah. and he was on fire. Yeah. So the media didn't get get it until he come back and released it mm. the week he got injured. My only thing there is, if you're going to sign him, Eagles, get on the front foot and say he's signed. Because mm. that sort of media sort of went against him in that rot in that you know instance. So, um, but look, yeah, two years. Uh, Bailey Williams last week signed two year extension. You surprised at the timing of that? No, I think it's a good move. Um, he deserves it too. He had a good year. Oh, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, and yeah, I was yeah. hoping he would. Yeah, but no, I think are you it's surprised good. at the timing? So, like to me, with all this Tim English stuff in the air, well, you know. I've always does, said, does that weigh in it is, or is that I, just media? I, I've uh, always said Bailey Williams is a centre half forward. I've, well, always, was, I've said that yep. so many times. I think he's he a was drafted forward. as a forward ruck. Yeah, and you look, Jack's only got what one, two seasons left at the most, maybe three if he's lucky. And you got to have a guy. You got a guy like this who's athletic and can run, and he he could be our next answer to our centre half forward. Yeah, well, the way I look at it is if you're going to have, say, four ruckmen on the list and you need that, one needs to be a, a forward pinch in ruck, which is now Williams. You've got – this is if we get English. You've got English, your number one ruck. You have Flynn as your backup because ruckman – you always need a backup ruck. Like, just look at what's happened to us the last couple of years. And then you've got to have one or two of the developed ones, so Barnett. So four ruckmen on your list. Williams fits that forward – Pinch hitting Ruckman. And the thing we really saw improve with Williams on the uh, last season, if I forget, is his contested marking. He knows how to plunk him and clunk him out of the air. So as far as I'm concerned, yeah, I think that's a good move. And watching Flynn, I think Flynn's the number one Ruck, and it is what Wayne was saying. He's like half forward now. He's going to be that forward Ruck or deep forward now. Um, sorry, it's a great move. So I'm going to go for a list of players that aren't signed, but... Yo and Duggan, they're probably the key ones to get done. Duggan's probably just a matter of time, seeing yes, he's been made captain. I think so. Uh, Yo, you know, if he wanted to go, he would have gone this year. So yeah. I think he'll end up being an eagle for life for now. Um, so they're the two big ones that'll be coming because they're both out of end of contract end of year. So these guys, I, these are guys are out of contracts. You tell me if we're going to sign them or, or we're not, or if you would sign them or not. So Witherden, he's at end of the year. He'd be for me. Witherden, Alex would be a yearly prospect for me. Yearly, yearly. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Witherden because of his kicking. But yeah, no, he. he we're at the crossroad where he's building. The only thing is, that he's got a blank slate. So going into this season, I, I would have had Williams, but Williams just took this massive leap forward last year. I was so happy with what he produced last year. So it's hard. All these people on the list, it's hard to judge now because I'm judging them from this year. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. a bit of a preemptive attack. I don't, I'm not confident in any, and I hope I'm wrong if I do cut one because I hope they take that next step forward. All right, Andrew Gaff. This is to me, oh, oh you know how I feel there. One of my favourite all time players, but he's, to me, if he's in our best 22 this year, we're in trouble. That's my opinion. I, I've said, it's too slow. I've said the first, you know, year we missed finals, you've got to trickle the players out. I said, you don't do a big cut, it doesn't work. You say North do it, you've seen Hawks do it, and they're still not playing finals. They still haven't took that rebound up the ladder. 
Um, so yeah, Gaff is now logically the next retiree. Yeah, look, if 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 it's me, if he wants to play on, he's got to play on at a different club. Mm. Yes. Um, so, uh, but just quickly to reiterate, I hope these players have an outstanding year. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I hope I'm he, agree. he's back. I hope his mm. foot problems and leg problems is true, and mm. he has a great year. And they're like, look, you've had such a good year on that wing. We'll give you one more year. I hope that's the scenario of all these players. But yeah, right now on the sample size of last season. Mm. One more year. Well, this is something we revisit at the end of the season and see if we got it right. So it's a prediction, just like what I'm going to get you guys to do for the next show. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of homework. Um, Kobe Burgle. Bergil. I love what he did last year, but he, he's got to get he's got to get game time into him. Injuries. Because if, if yeah. he's going to keep getting injuries and injuries. I think they've got to give him another contract. He's, yeah. He's they have not to. going to be seen. But he, to me, I, I know, Dan, you were a massive rap for yeah, him last year. I like this kid. I'm, I'm, I like, he's, a, he's a left footer too, I think. I'm, I'm, yeah. I love left footers off the halfback line. He's got like, the pace. He's got the kick. He, he's like a young version of what Hunt's doing for us now. Mm. So, yeah, I'll give him another one. Mm. Um, it's only his second year now and – uh, he apparently he's in um, rehab, but he's recovering quite well and is ready to go soon. I think so. he played a couple of quarters there in the end, didn't Did he? He, he might have played. Have, maybe. Uh, they only broadcast the first half, but he could have even played on the way. Like... In fact, yeah, I, I'm think, pretty, I think he did. He did. He played yeah. in the second so half. So there you go. It? His rehab's gone really yeah. well. He's back. <laughs> um, Harry Barnett. Yeah, you got to give him another go. Oh, yes, definitely. Oh, he's only two years in, so... Yeah, yeah. If yeah. these guys are two years, he's going to get another two years. Oh, so I'd, I'd say um, so. You'd be very, very safe to get cut. There's only a few that ever get cut. Like uh, a few years ago, we did it. Um, Harry Edwards, he's probably the one that's probably fighting for me. There's make or break it this oh, yeah. year. Yeah, I'm not a big Harry Edwards fan. I think he's got great height. He's got. He's, yeah, he has to do something. A, he's supposed to have this great tank, but every time I watch him play, he looks like he's always out of breath. And, you know, and he hasn't really. He, and he should have been progressing, but he hasn't progressed. And he had a lot. He's had a lot of league gains because of. COVID and the injuries we've had, but he didn't. To me, he didn't improve in those games. Uh, I think breaking finger on the weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, he yes. broke his finger. Yeah, um, finger. yeah, sadly, he's on the one that uh, mm. he needs to get, get a contract. But again, play a good season, earn your contract. Um, Jack Williams, I think they got to persist with him. Sure he's, boy. If they if they cut him, I'll be devastated. But I think he's got the right. He had that injury last year. He had the spleen operation, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, he, he's another one of these kids that's got to get a season under him. He's got to develop. And hopefully in the waffle we've got a team that will kick the ball to him. Um, uh, he's probably no one playing for his year in my opinion. If Williams is now going to be that forward ruck, um, mm. then there's not really a spot for Jack Williams when you've got Waterman, Oscar Allen, you've got um, Reed coming through, you've got Darling, and yeah. then Williams up forward. His position, and then if you start pushing for Tim, but don't forget he's only twenty-one. Yeah. I yeah, get that, but that's that. three you know, years. Darling's got two years left. Got, Oscar's got yeah. ten years left in him as our yeah. key forward. That's what I say. He's going to have to do something. He has mm. to mm. present. He, he's got to present himself. I like one thing I have liked when I've watched. I've only watched things what I've seen on TV and a few other things. He's put some nice muscle on him himself. Mm. Yeah, he's got rid of that baby fat, and he looks pretty fit. So, but yeah. we've also got young Archer Reed. So. Mm. In two, three years, well, let's just stick with two years. You would hope Darling might be getting phased out depending on form and how his body's holding up. And then Archer Reed, you know, being that 20, 21 year old, he will start to come in and play maybe a bit more of a role, being our one of the first key forwards picked in last year's draft. Um, Jai Cully, well, we all, we're all going to agree that she, he should get number one. Oh, yeah, I love him. He's great. Because he's, um, he's on the rookie list, they have to put him up. At the end of the year, mm. 
or they've got to delist him and repick him. Yeah. So I think they upgrade him. Jermaine Jones, I think he's done enough to keep another year. Yeah. He has, but he's very injury prone. So if his body keeps failing him or they don't like what he's doing in the training track, and that, I don't think that's happening. And fingers crossed, I hope he has a good year. I'd love to see him and Hunt running off the half back. But let's say he doesn't play a game this year. Don't be surprised if they don't have faith in that body and he does get cut. Yep. Mm. Uh, Josh Rotham, I think it's a make-or-break year. Oh, for sure. He's yeah. been on the list quite a while now. I think he's. I think Josh is there as a re, as a reserve for if there's a we get a half a dozen injuries like we. You're going to play Bazo before you play yeah. Rotham. Well, that uh, was the problem with Harry. That's Edwards. what you should be doing. Yeah, I'm more invested in Bazo than I'm Harry Edwards. Sally's yeah. got a groin injury, and, and so I, I, I don't put think Jermaine Jones in, in that area too. I think yeah. Jermaine Jones are playing as a backup for now. They've got Harley Reid in there, and yeah. they've got Hunt that can go down there. I think the, I think Jermaine's going to be a bat, but I love Jermaine's pace out of that back line. Yep. One of your favourites, Wayne Luke Edwards. Big year for him. He's got to step up, and I I supported him <laughs> last year. <laughs> the boys are laughing, at and I did, and I will. But he's got to step up if he's going to take Gaff's spot. He's got to go into a twenty to twenty five position game on the wing and uh, be a uh, and be an actual uh, contributor and not be a. Pro- he can be a promising player for years, but you ne- you need to start being that player and be a contributor. Yep. See, my problem with Edwards is he came into the club when we had no depth. Suddenly you've got Chesser, you've got Hoff, you've got um, Jimby, you've got Hewitt, you've got Noah Long that don't be surprised if he eventually pushes up the ground. You've got Cully, who we've already talked about. You know, we, I didn't even mention Reed, our number one pick. So suddenly there's all these... Um, Competition for these wing midfield spots, and some of these players are having a quietly a good uh, preseason. It's not the big names like the Jimbies and the the Reeds that are doing it. So, I'm going to jump ahead, Ryan Marrick. We we briefly talked about him already. He, he's a no brainer to give oh, another contract he's to. Got to got to give you another two years, yeah. easy. You know the guy that honestly in the ten games he played last year, hmm. coming off the mid season draft. He, he reads the ball so well. Oh, the, the funny thing is, you know what I was about to say? The thing I love about him, because he's undersized as a tall but he has footy smarts. Mm. And that's similar to exactly what you just said. Well, it was interesting on the weekend in the scratch match, he was in Simpson's Probables team. So you had the Probables and then you had the Possibilities. But they did swap them over because in the second half, Reed and that were in the Probables. Uh, no, second quarter, yeah. yeah the second, yeah. You know, so they swapped them over a bit. So... Mm. You know, that, that's a media thing, probable yeah. is impossible, you know what I mean? Yeah. you you got to see what – yeah, yeah well, I know what you're saying. I but. think he's very I, – I like him. He's a six-footer, foot. He's a six footer, half forward. Yeah, well, he's taller who, than Darling. Yeah, he's a six-foot-two. Hmm. So he's six-foot-two, six-foot-three, half forward. He's got – he's one of those lean guys who, who will just give you the shits all day because yeah. – and he loves the club. He loves it here. He loves playing footy here. And oh, I, I just see him I, – I, I would have – I tell you, I'd have him in there – um, hate to say it, but everyone will hate me saying it. I'd have him in there ahead of Jamie Cripps. Oh, Cripps. I think, yeah, he's supposed I to be know what he's saying. I know, that'll, that'll throw the controversy <laughs> around, don't worry. Cripps pre-season's been pretty special. And it'd want to uh, be. Yeah. And you know what? I think he needs to do it. He's got two years on a contract, so he's got to do something. Who's that? Cripps. Cripps. Bloody oath he has so, to um, You know how I feel about him, yeah. so... Anyway. Um, and these boys are all on the rookie list. Jordan Baker, Tyrell DeWar and Zane True. Well, it's... 
you know, you need to do something. You need to play consistent football in the waffle and you need to push – you've got to do something extraordinary to be on the list at the end of the year. Yeah. Jordan Baker's last half of the waffle season last year in a really shit team. In the back line? In the back line. Yep. He, he was playing quite well. He was playing good footy. I've seen so, all three of them have flashes of brilliance at yeah. waffle level. But again, they fall in the Edwards category, Luke Edwards, where there is now so much competition, which yep. we have not had in years. And Zane True has got to get his injuries right. Yes. I, I feel for the kid, but he's got to get his injuries right. Well, he's a favourite of Eagle Nation here, yeah. isn't and he? And now he's got a back problem, so. Yeah. Well, that's what he had problems with So, earlier. you know, I'm pretty sure it's a back problem, but, um, I, you know, these I, guys I, have I to. I gave him and Bazo a, a lot of liberty last year because, you know, they had terrible yeah, losses. Yeah, prick know, of they, year. Lost, they lost their mums. Yeah. You know, that's terrible for young, a young man of 22, 21 years 22, of age, yeah. whatever it was. And in the height of your life, and and they're losing their mums who are in the prime of their life. Yeah, you know, yeah, Bazo that was, that only was terrible. 19. Yes, yeah. Look, you know, you, you give them that a pass on that, but yeah. this year they, yeah. you know, in the position, it's 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 a it's a business. So unfortunately, well, I'd like to see all of them keep on because I think DeWar when he's on songs, really good. Uh, the highlights I saw him of the practice game. He, he's got the gift, mm. but I think they play him in the wrong position. I'd have him in the back line as well. Because when he played at Subiaco f- until the grand final, we played in the back line all year. And then the grand final, he went forward. Mm. Um, so I don't think there's really a spot right now, is there? Because even Doug and they're trying to rip out of there. Mm. Um, I don't think we'll, just while we're on the top of the Bazo, I don't think we'll see the best of him this year because he's had interrupted pre-season. He's not playing right now. He's got groin injuries. So we all know how that can, like, destroy an entire season, mm. basically. Mm. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, and being a, that bigger defender, I think he's the one that I'm investing to take over from a McGov and not so much Barash straight away, but he's our next tier that's got to come through and be that uh, key defender. Well, let's talk about um, last year we only had four players that played 23 games mm. um, and then the rest were 20 games or less. Uh, and then you have Nick Nat that missed most of it. McGovern... Uh, Shuey and Yo only played 10 each, right? Cripps played 12. Hearn played 13. He's gone. Jones played 13. As you said, he's injury prone. Uh, Tom Barras, 14. And Dom Sheet, 15. You know, if you can get all those guys in the park, the team's going to look totally different. Mm. But it's, when you look at it now, Sheed's still injured. It's it's, it's not a recurrence of the, the injury he had two years ago. Yeah. See, the thing is, too, it, it, it's not even gamers played like, we'll use Yo because he's the best example right now. When they do play, they play under a bit of duress. You're not seeing the best of them, yeah. you know. Um, and so, Liam Ryan, before I forget, he only played three games last year. Yeah, and that one killed me because uh, he was one of our best. I remember he's the one that brought us back into that uh, Ruse game and uh, round one, you know, like he was best on field. You know, he kicked three goals on Sheasel, you know, who was everywhere. He helped to get us back into that game. I think we lost by five points, which was just a bit devastating. But I suppose if we won it, we wouldn't have got Reed. But um, yeah, he's just he's a big loss, and that to me is where our improvement comes from. Even Barras and Gov, I think if you got those key pillars down back for an entire season or close to, mate, that'll make a massive difference, you know. So we'll see. As I said, it's an unknown this time of year. That's what makes it exciting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, we talk about games that are coming up. Jack Darling. Can he get his 300 game this year? He has to play every game to get his 300. I think he'll struggle to get it this year. But I still think he's got a couple of years left in him. Yep. Been a great player. And he's only, four, stuff what anyone says. he's only four goals off becoming the second highest goal scorer for the club. Yeah. 
fall behind Peter Simich. For the, for people but he's out done there, it in 120 games more. For the people more. out there who think, oh, I see it all the time, we all see it on the Eagles pages, you know, we should have traded him. You don't get a centre-half no, forward no. who kicks 40 to 50 goals a game every year. On average. Yeah, on average. Yeah. Where do they come from? Where do you, you don't pluck them out of the trees from anywhere. He's been – I don't give a stuff at him. He's been a great player for our club. And oh, of course he to has. have a guy who stayed in that one position all that time and, you know, look, yeah, he, he frustrates everybody. You know Probably why he frustrates, frustrates people? You know why he frustrates people? And it's me. It's because he drops us sitters. Yeah. And that's the only bad thing about his game. Look, when he's dude, on song, there's yeah. none better than you. Pack mark. Yeah. He's the best one-on-one pack mark. Yeah. He's one of the top five in the league as a pack yeah. mark. I don't think he even drops that many sitters. I think he just has famous drops, if that makes yeah. sense. Yes. But he's, yeah, the, exactly. he's the player. Yeah, because I'm with you. I think yeah. he's a great contested marker. That's why he was all Australian in 2018. That was his strength. But I'm, he's actually the player I'm expecting great things of this year. I think he's going to um, have a great season. Um, I think you'll see him as that higher half forward, if you know what I mean. He'll get up the ground a bit more. It's still at half forward, but you'll see him on that back half, you know, being a linchpin or helping give that chop out to a running defender, you know. He'll be the next line, not of defence, but line in the change of play, you know. Especially if we go quicker, I'm expecting good things. And his mindset last year, didn't want to play because of COVID. Mm. Hampered his pre-season, didn't get back into the swing of it until halfway through. Broke his so, bloody arm, the poor bugger. Yeah, uh, look, all those things are going to hopefully not be a, an issue this year. Um, his close mate, they played basically the same, one more game. Well, this guy's played one game less. Andrew Gaff, he's 276, so he might make it. I don't know. Um, Jamie Cripps, one of your favourites, Wayne, as you said. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be the sixth eagle to notch 300 goals this year. If and he needs to kick 32 more, um, and he'll be yeah. So he'll go past people like Quinton Lynch, Phil Matera, and Mark Lacroix. And I want him to do that. I really do. Yeah, if he does, if he does that, we're winning games. I don't want him. I don't want to every every week see people put that crap bloody um, uh, stat in um, defensive pressure. pressure to pressure. Pressure yeah. act. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah, he chases his opponent out of the bloody back and he shouldn't be bloody chasing. He should have, he should be in front of him for, yeah. for a bloody start. And he should be chasing all the way, yeah. not just stopping. Exactly. Uh, uh, Tommy Barras, he's closing in on life membership. He only needs 18 games to get his 150. And 100 games with the clubs, you've got Tommy Cole, Liam Ryan, Jake Waterman and Oscar Allen. See, Oscar Allen hasn't even played 100 games yet, mm. you know. I think Wisher, he had only played about 50 when he was made Yeah, he was one of the youngest captains ever mm. um, at that time. Uh, and 50 games with the club. Well, Bailey Williams in the first game of the year will be his 50th. Uh, Jermaine Jones, 48. So he's only two away for his 50th for the club. And Wibben is only six away for 50th. And he's been there a lot less than most people. Yep. To get to 50 games, it's a pretty good effort. We briefly talked about injuries. So this is the injury list I had as of the other day. Liam Duggan, but he, he he played all right, so that cork's not an issue anymore. So uh, Reuben Ginby, he he played, so that was not an issue anymore. Uh, you know, because two weeks ago these guys were told they were three four weeks away. Mm. You know what I mean? Tim Kelly played as well. Campbell Chesser played as well, but Dom Sheed still, no one knows what's happening. They were worrying about putting him on a long term injury list, mm. but then it gets better, then it gets worse. So who knows what's going on? Uh, Burgle. Played a little bit in on the weekend. Liam Ryan's probably around eight, if we're going to be honest. 
Um, and the rest of you guys, you know, True, Hewitt, Rotham, uh, Archer Reed, they're all to be confirmed. Mm. Who knows how long they're out for? And Jai Cully's probably about round seven. Mm. But no, and Jai Cully would probably want to be back round four. Yeah, yeah. apparently Cully's ahead of schedule. Um, Clay Hall hurt his Clay, ankle. Oh, yeah, Clay Hall. Uh, three to four weeks. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's what I heard today. Jack Darling. Was it three to four weeks, was it? That was yeah, it. Best case saying. scenario. That's good. So ecstatic with the scan That's good. Um, Darling could play the last scratch match Adelaide, if not round yeah, one. Yeah, I reckon he'll so play Darling's, round one. Mm. Darling's also fine. Yeah. So our injury list, people might go, oh, that's big. And Edward's but a finger. By round one, it's not going to be that huge and it's not walk-up yeah. starts for your 22. So mm. we're actually looking a lot healthier than we have in the last couple of years. <laughs> Without a doubt. It's the healthiest we've looked. Yeah, definitely. New fitness stuff, which we'll get on to in a minute. So, Yeah, well, look, let's go there. Off-season, we've been changing things up. So for the people out there said, oh, the same old Eagles, well, it ain't. We've changed a lot of field and we've had to do that. Mm. Ryan O'Brien stepped down after 33 years and I think it was um, – there's rumours that Matt Clark from Richmond, he's a national recruiting manager for there. He's a favourite. And the other can – Candidates were Adrian Caruso from GWS. Mm. He's their recruiting manager and a guy from Adelaide called Binnick. I can't say his word. No, no, I never Binnick heard of him. Binnick yeah. um, But he's like a, a draft consultant. So um, he's done it with, with a few clubs. So they're the three main ones running for that job. So I think they want to have that field by the end of this week, mm. I was saying. So that's good for the Eagles going forward because we need to get that. Position and yeah. really, Ryan O'Brien, he, he jumped in there when he didn't need to after Darren Glass stepped down um, when COVID hit and stuff. So, you know, Ryan O'Brien, love him, I hate him. He did a good job of that. He's done a pretty good job the last couple of drafts. We've got to admit, you yeah, know, look at look, the kids we've got. We've got Harley and we, this year, and then we got last year, we've got Noah Long. Um, we've got Kobe Bajil, who's coming, who will come on. Um, it's easy to have a go at yeah. somebody when you're not doing the job. Brady you know Hoff. Yeah, we've got some real diamonds. Jimmy Hewitt, Yeah, Jimmy Hewitt. We've got some real diamonds in the rough there. So our strength and conditioning, we added Matthew Winnis. He's from the Western Bulldogs. Mm. Um, and Paul Turk, the strength and conditioning coach from Collingwood. And they joined the guy that joined us last year, Mark Killer Kilgallen, who's from the Sydney um, strength and conditioning area. So our whole S&C team's changed. So let's hope. We don't have as many injuries, I guess. Well, you listen to what the players are saying. They're saying it's one of the best pre-seasons they've done. Everything's yeah. a lot different. There sounds like a, like a change as good as a holiday. They've changed the way they're doing conditioning, doing a lot more hard running. They're doing a lot more ball work, higher level ball work with their running. So, it, oh yeah, that's why I'm, it's sounding quite great. There's a change. Yeah, look, we needed it. So they're off-field things there, the only ones. Um, they changed the coaching around. Um, what's his name? Daniel Pratt left to go. To, where did he went to Bulldogs, didn't he? Um, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Western Bulldogs. Yeah, could have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Western Bulldogs. Luke Shuey, he's overseeing the stoppages. Matthew Knights moves to the forward line. So that's an interesting one. Um, Luke Webster goes to the back line. Schofield, your mate, he'll be leading the midfield. And Kyle Horsley replaces Rob Wiley. Um Harry Taylor is rumoured to be taken on a, a different role down the club. And who was the guy from – I didn't write it down here. I thought I did. Um, what's his name from Sydney Swans? Oh, uh, yep. I know you've been. Yep, the left footer. Uh, his dad was a rugby player. Oh, uh, oh Kieran Jack. Kieran Jack. So he's been added to the um, – 
what is it? Uh, it's something to do with sponsorships and all that. Yeah, I think it's the same role as Peter Bell's doing at Fremantle. It's right. uh, special like, shit. Like, you is know? it like client liaison? Yeah, yeah something like that. Like yeah. Yeah. And special projects and, so, and yeah. integrity and shit like yeah. that. So, um, and that's cool. And for those, and I know this is your favourite subject, boys. Daisy Pierce was that a good get for the Eagles for the women's club? I know oh, you don't want to mention it too much, I but think I think is it a good get? I think look, it is. Dan and me aren't big followers <laughs> of the women's game. <laughs> I look at Dan's face here. Yeah, Wish we were I, video on great, this. I think she's a great get. Yep. But she could be a great get for the men's too because she's the one one of the few women's uh, footballers that I have respect that really knows what she's talking about. Well, she, you know, she come highly rated, so I think they needed to take this step. Um, there was a few little rumours out there about other people, but, you know, she's admired by that. If it's going to get more people playing for the West Coast, they reckon in a year's time they'll have people from – they might get players wanting to come over. So it be interesting to see how it goes. But we'll, we won't touch much on the AFLW this year until the end of the year. There might be an extra show for that. I don't think Dan and Wayne will be hosting that one, will you? I'd rather talk about the waffle. <laughs> Honestly, like we're going to do the waffle. I feel like they just—it's branding. Yep. You stick an Eagles logo on something, even if it's an inferior product, and just expect because there's supporters that they would follow it and and you know love it. Yep. But it's 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 not a good competition. And the AF, it really isn't. And it's obviously the AFL getting off track here are worried about it because yeah. they had an eight-game season. If you're fair dinkum. The yeah, women's, you the women's in NBA. They have a they have a forty five or fifty odd five game yeah. season in yep. the women's NBA. And do you know how we, much they're getting paid now? Minimum of forty three thousand mm. minimum. So that's that's like minimum wage, obviously. But you can live off that, and they're unfit. They're still unfit. Yep. If you're on forty two to a hundred thousand a year to play a sport, you should be fit as a fiddle. And it's it sounds horrible, but they aren't. And you can't critique it. You can't say that because it's like it's. The AFLW is like in this bubble wrap. You can't say anything bad about it. Mm. You can't say oh, it's an inferior can. competition. We are. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I don't think we'll have sponsors calling up and cares. No, <laughs> no, no. Cool. With it. But do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's mm. true. Like, it's just you've slapped these. Because um, I reckon, and I've said this before, it should have been states thing WA versus Adelaide, or well, South Australia, sorry, you know, versus Victoria versus New South Wales. And that's the way it should have done. Because, as Wayne said, they're not playing that many games anyway. Yeah. You've got teams not playing each other until the finals, don't you? Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Stu- it's stupid. Yeah. All right, let's get on to the AFL fixture. Eagles got no Thursday or Friday night games. So the probably the plus out of that is we don't get any five-day breaks. So, But I'm not surprised we got no marquee games, you guys. No. No. Nah. Well, you got to don't, de- don't deserve nah. them. It's, got it's the truth, yeah. isn't it? You've got to... Yeah. Be a performing side to get yeah. the market. We got uh, five uh, Saturday games, nine Sunday games, and one at the MCG. And did you see my little poster today? Taylor yes. Swift's going to play she more had, MCG than the Eagles this year. She had three. She had <laughs> three, and she got bloody. She probably had the biggest 000, crowds for the year as well. Eight thousand people <laughs> in three three nights. Uh, I, I hate many? the Sunday games though. They what? always give us lots for yeah. TV over in Victoria, and I I don't think that's right. They like to have a footy game. After the foot, after the news, you know what I mean. So it's purely for the broadcast in Victoria, and again, it's just a competition. It's Victoria centric. Why does yep. and Freer's in the same boat? If we're not playing the late Sunday game, Freer does yep. every week. It's ridiculous. Um, home derby's on a Saturday night. We got trips to Hobart, Mount Barker, Queensland once. So that's to uh, uh, what's Gold Coast's ground. 
And that means we don't have a trip to Brisbane. Well, it's first Finally. Dan, first yeah. time. You're out of little buddies. Think about this a couple oh, months ago. We it's first, first time since 2017 yeah. that Brisbane have played Perth and the uh, Eagles yeah. in Perth. Yeah. Six years, mate. They've never, ever played it up the stadium. Yeah, never. Ever. Against us. It's ridiculous. We, we would have been at the SCG, but. Yeah. That game is uh, that's the game of the week uh, weekend of the Adelaide round where everyone yeah. plays Adelaide. Yeah. So we got Sydney up at Mount Barker. Well, that's better than M- SCG. I, I, I agree for us. Agree. It is, yeah. It's not our. But the only downfall is our last game is at the Cattery. Mm. Oh, yeah, God, that shit. Yeah. So we've won one game there in about twenty-five years. Yeah. So uh, maybe mark that down as a loss. But then you never know. It could drop quick, <coughs> Cats. I have been saying it for a long time, but they've got such a senior list. They could. Like, but I don't know. They, they could turn around and Hawkins and Cameron could have their best years yet and yep. kick goals. But I'm just saying they, you know, they didn't make finals this year, but they could have a significant job. A, you don't know. He's an underrated great coach, Chris Scott. Very mm. underrated as a great coach because he gets that team up every year. Every year he gets them up. All right, we got um, double ups against Essendon, Melbourne, St Kilda, Frio, Gold Coast, and North Melbourne. So that's three from the bottom six and no prelim side. So I guess that's pretty good for where we finished. Um, I think the hard part of our draw is our first eight games. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty tough opening. But then again, that's a prediction and things stranger things happen. Yeah. But we don't know. Like that's, We said that's that in 2018. This year. Yep. No, but it is unpredictable because it's not just us looking at the Eagles biasly. The other teams could be having up and down year. Yeah. The teams that were great last year or, or improving last year, they might not have a great year this year. Like the, the ladder's always chopping and changing. Yeah. In fact, there's always usually a team in the top four that didn't even make finals the year before. It seems to be a trend in the you, AFL. You, you don't know. You can't predict it. You like, can't relax. There's no team that can relax yeah. and think we're going to have an easy go. Even though we had played us last year and we had easy, they had easy games. Well, look at our last four weeks. You provide... Except the 100-point loss to Freo, pretty good. Yeah. One-point loss to Essendon, we should have won it. Uh, we won Saints against North Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, Saints. Beat dogs and, away. And then we beat Bulldogs, you yeah. know what I mean? So um, it wasn't too bad. I'm just having a look at this and I didn't realise I had it on the – at the Cattery, Adam Simpson as a coach, we've lost by 85 points, 92 points. 97 points, 58 points, 44 points and 75 points. Adam, if you listen to the show, make sure you got COVID that weekend. Don't coach. <laughs> Give one of the other boys a stand-up. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, don't, I don't think it'll matter, sadly. That category, we just – think we, that one good comeback that was, what, 54 points down yeah. or something, apart from that, like we, we, you don't, we don't win at the category. It's really weird because – Subiaco Oval and the Cattery were very similar ovals. And even when we were playing at Subiaco, we still couldn't win there. Yeah. So it's just a weird – it's yeah. something – I don't know what it is. And I think if we went through all our coaches, you go through all their records, yeah. and I reckon it would be very similar to Simo's. Yeah, there wouldn't, they, be, oh. wouldn't be too many there that have got up and got up there it's and have It's not an win. enjoyable hunting ground yeah. for the Eagles, that's for sure. Oh, we're going to talk waffle. Will this be the last year of the waffle team? Oh, it, ha- it, ha- it has to be. How often do we talk about – it, it has to be. And I, I don't WA. like the pandering of it. And like the waffle boss coming out and saying, oh, no, Eagles will be there, blah, blah. Can't He's running scared. And the yeah. thing is, Money. you're not helping us. If yeah. you turn around and give us a few restrictions, but give us exactly what Pill Thunder has with Frio, 
well, there's more likely to stay. I just hope Eagles make the executive decision to do it because it's going to happen. Eventually, the AFL is going to have a seconds competition. They've wanted it and they've already begun it. Uh, you've got the Queensland and New South Wales team already in the VFL. You've got Port wanting a licence next year. Well, if- Why is Port the one pushing for it when they've got a strong... Well, Port are hoping everyone else follows. Sample side. Why aren't Eagles? No team in the entire competition has such a worst seconds team. Did you know that? Mm. For some reason, Eagles are the worst restricted side for our seconds team in the entire competition. Well, How is that not hamstring? From my understanding is if they get the sign-off from the AFL that there's going to be an AFL reserves team, within two years they will do it. The Eagles should be the ones pushing this. Yeah, they. I, I, I don't. They are. I don't speak so vehemently about the Eagles as the, a club. I think it's run well, but for some reason, this this is just a, a blind spot they have. Like, what do they think? You're you're being ham, hamstrung. You're 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 going in with a handicap already. You know what I mean? It's like every other club can get a f- free shot advantage almost for everything. You know? It's just why we've, yeah, well, we've got to do something because our kids are not going to develop. In the crap we're playing in, well, they, and we, we finally we, got some good got, ones, don't you, we, Wayne? Like, that's yeah, what annoys me. Yes. Well, we'll you, know by June because they have to let them know by June. You guys, no, that's how a cut off I feel day. about that because I'm, I do development coaching, and they're not developing. A, you, you can't play with amateur guys who are not there every week, who just roll in and shit. We've got to ring up. It's like going back in the old days. Was it when we were in amateurs? You know, when you're playing the lower grades, yeah, you'd go, oh shit, we're going to be short this week. Let's ring up um, Billy Smith. We'll have to go and pick him up. Get his, pick him, get his boots and come and fill it, fill in because we're short this week. My la- That's what the Eagles are doing. My last year of – last two and years of footy. And they're filling them with North right? Beach. We never had a forward line. So we'd have one power forward there and that was it. So as you can imagine, we just got smashed every week. That was my experience with footy the last two years I played and that's what burnt me out from mm. footy. So the kids are going to feel the same now playing that. I know they're obviously at the professional level and I yeah. wasn't. But if they're just getting smashed every week at waffle level, they're not going to want to play. And even – People not on the Eagles list. Waterman's no longer on the Eagles. This doesn't want to. Hammer didn't want to come back. Players don't want to play for this side because mm. they know it's in shambles and the the waffle is making it impossible to be a competitive team. Mm. They really yeah. are. Um, Jason Gilby, uh, Harley Reid's mate. He's been put onto the waffle list. Uh, Trey Roscoe, and I'm telling you, I've been out of training a few times. That kid. He's burning it up, man. Mm. And from more reports, if there's a spot opening up in the mid-season draft, he will be it, mm. um, providing he stays fit. He, he, yeah, he, why he's not on the list, uh, I'm very surprised. Ex uh, Swan uh, Collingwood. Collingwood. Um, I think the Eagles are trying to get. Uh, I, I played this before, where they should be able to get the NGA picks into the team. So I think they're still trying to get that signed off. Bailey Banfield from Claremont and Tor Nelson from CB. So if they get ticked off, they can join the team. And Luke Yeo, I think he's a cousin of um, yes. Elliot. Yeah. From, West Perth boy, isn't he? No, East Fremantle. East Fremantle. So he's uh, joined the Waffles out as well. Um, yeah, the commission, they come out. They, they're hoping they don't go, but they're just running scared. So it all comes down to money. You give us what they want um, and things will happen. Now, guys, I think we uh, I put in a little questionnaire there. Um, did, did have you done a bit of homework? I'll I'll give it a go. All right. <laughs> I never did qu- homework quickly... when I was in high school, Neither mate. You've I got haven't. no chance. Get yeah. me to do homework now. Right, how many AFL premiership coaches are in the AFL at the moment? I, I think I worked as a player or just coach. 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 I think there was about seven. 
Silence. Three? No. Both wrong. There's eight. Simo oh, as well. Yeah, right oh, Simo. I didn't even count Simo. Simo, Clark Home, yeah. McRae, Hardwick, Beveridge, oh, yeah. Goodwin, Chris Scott, and Longmire. McRae was the one I left out. Yeah. And he won it last year. I was so far All right. Off. You might get this one then. Which Eagle kicked the first goal of the 2018 Grand Final? Brioli. Ding. Yeah, yeah, probably I couldn't remember. Yep, yeah. all right. It was, remember, he just scraped the back of his heel. Who kicked? Sh- he because it, it just dribbled over. And he's like, I yeah. kicked it though, I kicked it. Like, yeah. That's right. As yeah, the one that got it back goal. with 27 minute mark. Yeah. Um, who kicked the most goals for the Eagles in the 2015 Grand Final? Oh, that would have, was that? Kennedy? Uh, no, I didn't think it was Josh. Was it Cripps? Dark day, I've Backman. A Backman. Oh, that's depressing. Jeremy McGovern. Uh, was it? All oh, right, there you go. <laughs> that's so depressing. That's a, depressing, isn't it? Um, who, what is the largest number won by an eagle, not no. counting the 67 one worn in the Sir Doug Nichols ground a couple of years back? Couldn't is is it Weirra? And who wore it? I can't. Yeah. I, 60 saying, is it Weirra? No, it's 53. Ash McIntosh. Mm. 17 games and uh, then he went to number 11. Uh, Ryan Temple wore number 50. All right. Uh, how many All-Australians are still on, an Eagles li- on the Eagles list? Uh, Eight. Six. Right. Yep, six. Six. Uh, how many top ten picks are on the Eagles list? Two. Close. Three. Yeah, close. Mm. Three. Right, Seven. How many Scott games Reed. has Simo coached at West Coast? Oh, I wouldn't even have 200 a Two hundred and twenty-four. Oh, you're very close. Two twenty-seven. One hundred and twenty right wins, one hundred and six losses, yeah. and one draw, and fifty forty of those losses been in the last three years. Uh, not many more to go now. Who has coached the most games for the Eagles? Uh, Simo now, Simo, isn't it? I think he has now, isn't he? No, it must be Wooshard then. Moldhouse. Moldhouse. Really? Mm. Yep. Mm. Um. Nine. No, we've just done that. How many coaches has the Eagles had, have they had? Uh, and John Wersfold's um, coached the most, not Mick Mouldhouse. Yeah, Sorry. I thought, I thought we should coach the most. Six. Yeah. Uh, coaches were one, six. Two. Yep, six. Yeah, so five, six, yeah. Uh, a couple more. That's not including a couple like the Jamie Graham fill-ins and nine no. fill-ins. <laughs> Who has a – oh, wait, did I write this one down? Yep. Breakout player to watch the Eagles. Who has the most goals in any game for the Eagles? Uh, Lacroix. No, no, uh, Scotty, Josh Scotty Kennedy Williams, now. Uh, Scotty Cummings? 16. Scotty Cummings. Do you know, remember how many he got? Oh, was 16. That, was that the Wacker? 14. Was that the Wacker? 14. 14, yeah. yeah. And I remember it because I caught one of the balls was in the makeshift yeah. sand. <laughs> I don't know oh, what number had, it was. I loved him back in the day, but he just <laughs> didn't like training. But God, he had talent. Oh, yeah. These are just uh, subjection uh, ones here. Breakout player for the Eagles this year. So watch. a young player, not like yeah. To break, who want? I'm glad you asked because this is what I want to talk about. After watching the um, scratch match on the weekend, a lot of it's going to be Jimby Reed, Hewitt's injury. So I don't think many people. I'm, I'm picking Chesser. All right. Like he's run and dash, and he's tackling on, and he's a big boy. I, I, that hits my pick. Well, mine's Harley, yeah. as you know, <laughs> yeah. but Noah Long for me. Yeah, well, gonna... I'm going to go with Dan because I've been really critical of this guy. 
And I want to see him shake his injuries and show the world why he's picked at number. Have you 40. seen much of him? Yeah, I want to see him. His first it. preseason, but when he did, he was rated so high. But when first he did pre-season. his hammy a few weeks ago, oh, okay, here we go again. No, he but, played on the weekend. Yeah, he played on the weekend. And he's one of those uh, midfielders. They're playing him predominantly on the wing. He'll take a shot on goal, and I love that. He 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 kicked one one I think, but the one. It was inches in it, not making the distance, you know? John so, Westfold medal. Shit. Oh, I've gone Cali again. You've got to go for a midfielder. Oh, there, I'm going to go for my boy, Harley. Yeah. He's going to take it off in his first year. Imagine that. Do a sheasel, Harry yeah, Sheasel. I'm going for Duggan. Yeah. Duggan. Yeah. Eagles ladder position. You basically said this yeah. earlier on. Oh. I had him. I've honestly got him around. I think they're going to be bottom six. They're not going to be on the bottom. I reckon I'm looking at uh, 14. Dan? I don't know because I honestly think it's your best asset as a footy club is a healthy list. Yeah, I got him at 14. And that's, that's, what, that's what throws me off. I'm thinking in between 8 and 14. Like, I reckon that, oh, that's cool. that gap. Um, and it depends on who's playing. If we can get a fit Yo, fit Barass, fit Gov, you know, a fit Jamie Cripps, fit Darling, we're not a shocking side. You know, get Liam Ryan in there for a bit of pace, you know, Hunt running off the bat. Right, now this one you might better answer, might not. Um, who from another code could make it as an AFL coach? Like AFL coach? Mm. Yeah. I don't from think, another code. I only see yeah. I, one guy always stands out to me, and that uh, she's the guy who coaches the Melbourne rugby league team. Um, I know who you're talking about. Thunder? Um, Is that Thunder or was that Sydney Thunder? No, no. No, Melbourne, That's Melbourne Storm. Storm. Can't think of his name. Yeah, I can't think. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's the only one I'd, I would recommend. I don't think you could do it for the simple reason – it would have to be more of a man manager, and they well, they no, they're gone now. Wusha was a motivator, and well, it's gone. It's the game's passed. Yeah, you have to be strategic now. But if you listen to all the clubs, a lot of the coaches only do the last session, and then the game day, and the rest is about man management. That's why I I put the question out there. It's just you know, Craig Bellamy was the guy. Craig Bellamy, Bellamy, right? Um, yeah. mine is really left field. Mine is. Uh, Michael Lombardi from NFL because he's mm. done everything. You're just saying that because the Super Bowl's on. I was no, waiting. No, I, but, I, no I was, the Super Bowl's on. Like, he's going to pick a, an NFL. I've got player. a fictional one too. Yeah. Harvey Specter from the yeah. Suits. Yeah. <laughs> if you've seen Suits, you'll know what I'm talking about. But the funny, the funny <laughs> thing <laughs> is, right, they don't even know what the game's called. They call it Australian Rugby. Like I've seen the Yanks call it Australian Lombardi Rugby. Lombardi loves it because he comes out to the they clubs. They don't know, like – so I honestly I don't think it is. I think it's such a confusing game. The rules change every single year. I think I don't think you'll see many out from outside the system. You don't exactly have to be a player in the AFL, but you've got to be from within the system. All right, we're going to probably wrap it up now, boys. Eagles got a in, um, not an injury club because they already had that. They got a practice game against Frio. It's a match. Sims at six quarters, so four quarters will probably so, be six or seven. Six, they said. Oh, right. Uh, so because I, I think, know Melbourne and Richmond had seven. Yeah, they had seven. Cha- it's up to the club, so they right. can change yeah. it. But I believe so I think they're going to have four quarters normal footy and then they'll yeah. do the last two as match sim yes. and that'll be where your uh, probables come in and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and then the following week, the following Saturday, play Adelaide in the only community game series at Hyacinth Stadium on March the 2nd at 12 noon. So, And that'll be the final hit-out before we get to round one. Mm. We're at round zero, which is pathetic, but we'll go on about that uh, later on. We'll probably come back after the, the Crows game, eh? Yeah. Because that way we can dissect both games. Yep. We know who's going to be coming in round one. And, look, it's good to be back talking footy. Is, That's all I can say. Is round one a split round? 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, There's only four games in the first round, weekend. Six, yeah. six in round zero. It's called round zero. They're trying to get ahead of the rugby because yeah. Sydney uh, well, the rugby plays starts, rugby first. They start this weekend, don't they? Yeah, the they? Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why they're doing yeah. it. So all the games are in Sydney and stuff. There's no Melbourne games. I don't I don't believe there is, is it? It's all Sydney, Yeah, it's it? all Sydney. Yeah. Sydney so and So they're trying uh, to yeah. compete in that market a bit more. But yeah. but it's good talking footy, guys. Yeah. Um, if you're new to, to the back. podcast, get your mates, listen to us, get on the link trees. Everything's there. Um, and hopefully we're going to have a great year this year. I'm, I'm getting pretty positive about it, so. I can't wait. Looking forward to it. Can't wait to see the season starts. Hopefully that injury list doesn't get any bigger and we've got a good season to come. I so yeah. look forward to it. I'm so wanting to watch footy. I went a bit of the Melbourne-Richmond game yesterday. It was just good to watch a bit of footy. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Until um, in fortnight's time, we'll come back and um, yep. talk some more Eagles. Catches. Share the West Coast sky Our will to win will never die